are back in the Football Shed, the podcast for football fans that live in the wrong time zone. My name's John Hewitt and Roger Gibbs is here. Hello. G'day, Rog. How are you going? You uh, yeah, excited good. about talking about Fulham? I am. I'm in an optimistic yeah. mood at the moment, John, which I know is very, very unusual for me. Wow. But um, the the situation's on, on the improve a little bit in, in Melbourne town. Premier League's back. There's lots of goals. Bristol City are top of the championship. It's happy days. Oh, I knew you'd get that in. <laughs> <laughs> this was a championship special, wasn't um, it? Yeah, today. No, today we're recording a shed special about from our new fan series, uh, where we talk to Premier League fans based here in Australia. And today we are talking about Fulham, and we're really excited to be joined by Steve from the Australian Fulham, Fulham Supporters Club. How you going, Steve? G'day. How's it going, boys? Yeah, great. Thanks for coming on today. Um, and where are you based in Australia? You're somewhere a bit more exciting than Melbourne, aren't you? Yeah, up the sunny coast, uh, up at Caloundra, Moffat Beach. It's not too bad up here at the moment. I'll just sort of, it's been rough for you guys down in Melbourne. And uh, yeah, the good times will be here again, just like they're, yeah. well, they're not really here again for Fulham at the moment, but anyway. but. <laughs> <laughs> We will get into that. Um, for the Fulham supporters group here in Australia, um, do, how was that set up? Has it kind of been running for a little while now? Or Yeah, so a few, a few years ago, I spent uh, I went over to London for a year and, you know, as it goes, 10 years later, you, you come home. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so uh, but a couple of the boys who we used to go to football with, uh, there's a pretty big Antipodean following of uh, Fulham in London. Um, and it's sort of it's one of those clubs. Quite often, you know, you you got the the footy fans who will follow a big club, but they'll always sort of be quite happy along to pop along to a Fulham match and you know watch mm. a few. So it started um, there in London with um, sort of the expats community, and uh, a lot of the boys moved home. And uh, Mark Petura is is the chief admin on that group. He started it, and um, yeah, we've just ticked over our four hundredth member at the moment and it's it's they're, awesome. they're, they're usually members people have actually been to matches or had season tickets sort of so it's it's not just um yeah open slather oh, weather fans yeah oh good one and um well uh if people want to get in contact with the supporters group what's the best place to find you is is there a facebook page or yeah there, there is a facebook page so just um feel free to hit, hit us up on there and um yeah yeah so and and it's a pretty easy going group um People are pretty real on there. There's not too many drama queens or anything, so it's pretty late <laughs> that, and, and people take it pretty cruisy. It, it, but it's good. People share, and um, you know, times when we had the playoff in the championship a couple of years ago, and and then just recently, uh, well, not so much recently with COVID, but um, <laughs> you know, that we have get-togethers at times at different casinos and different places if you can get Fulham on TV. Yes, which is always the hardest thing. Um, before we get stuck into Fulham, Steve, we're going to play a little game with you just to get to know you as a football fan a little bit more. Um, it's called Zidane or Kill Ban. Okay. So uh, we'll throw out some topics to do with football. And if you think they're good, answer Zidane. And if you think they're crap, answer Kill Ban. So that's pretty simple. So right. the first uh, subject is... Uh, is it Zidane or Kilban for VAR? Yeah, it's Kilban. Hey, like, but but, <laughs> but if if VAR was, you know, if, uh, I think we would have been in an automatic promotion position if 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 it was on all the time. 
So yeah. I think, you know, I, I, I get it, but I think it just stops the flow a little bit and it's just a bit dodgy. It's like the bunker in NRL, shocking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think if they get it right, it could be brilliant. Yeah. But at the moment, it just seems like it's ruining the game a bit. A little bit. And and if you can't have a bad ref call, what do you got to whinge about? You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> well, but I suppose at the, mo- at the moment, everyone's whinging about uh, VAR. So yeah. I suppose that's the thing that's uniting people rather than the refs. It's 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 VAR. <laughs> we're, we're, we're ranting against an inanimate object. Yeah, I think it should, I think it should be for certain things. They just need to. It might be good in a couple of years' time, boys. I think it's just yeah. gotta they gotta iron it out. Yeah, definitely. Um, next on the Zidane or Kilban, the A League. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm going to say Zidane. It, like, there's, there's, yeah. it, it's better than it used to be. Um, yep. Unfortunately, our local crew, the Aurora still sort of struggling at the moment but it, it look at least you can go to a match and it's good it's good to have a local league going that's a lot better than it used to be so I'll go Zidane nice good one and last up on Zidane or Kilban is Chelsea's summer signings well I'm just because it's Chelsea I'm just going to go Kilban eh? like yeah no I thought that was going to be the case that response so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Awesome, thanks, Steve. Well, let's get into Fulham a bit, and uh, I, I kind of want to start it on the good news rather than we know the season's not started as well as we hoped. Um, but you're back in the Premier League after yeah. one year down in the Championship, which is pretty special, and that playoff win was pretty amazing. Um, is it? Does it feel good to be back in the Premier League? Yeah, it does. And you know, I, when I first started following Fulham, because um, you know, you move over to London. You think oh, I'm not going to get into soccer or footy, in, in <laughs> you know. Anyway, time goes by, and you end up going down. And like we had a glorious run when I was there, you know, sitting at, like on, I was in the uh, river riverside, and you're literally a meter away from the place. It's such a amazing mm. little little place, Craven Cottage. Oh, it's uh, so good, yeah. And you're so close to players, like you hurl an abuse at Wayne Rooney. To you know, <laughs> to to say and Bertie give us a clap or Damien Duff on the sideline and you know, uh, but it's sort of been we had we're in the Premier League for a long time and we were a mid-table team, but the Premier League's really tough and but at the moment it feels like it's the haves and the rest of it really like there's the teams that are at the top that are just pretty dominant and they have been dominant for the last ten to fifteen years and um, with a couple of exceptions. But mm. it's great being back in the Prem. I just think the last time we went up, it was, it was I don't think we were ready uh, with what the, the management did and, and, and the, the club did, and we went straight back down, and that was pretty hard. And it's hard when you get yeah. up at 2.30 in the morning. And, <laughs> <laughs> or, and we weren't even, like, you know, in the championship, um, we hardly ever had any matches on telly. So you were getting up at 2 o'clock in the morning listening to the Gentleman Jim on the on the – the Fulham radio, yeah, and, ha- and having to pay for the privilege, um, yeah. So it's great being. Yeah, it's hard work being a. It's hard work being a Premier League fan, especially at those kind of side, the Fulhams of this world, that kind of size club. Being a Premier League fan over here in Australia, it's hard work, and you do have to get up at two or three in the morning and listen to strange commentaries or hope that there's a game on and stuff. And it's it's tricky. Um, yeah, I, I'm. Um... 
I'm interested in uh, you, you talked about last year there, Steve, and the the comparison between uh, you know coming up the season before last, spending lots of money, you know, over a hundred million. It's been talked about a lot, a lot of um, uh, you know what you might call unproven players coming in from from overseas for a fair bit of money, um, and then you know obviously the, the had changed manager as well, but you you came up, you spent a lot of money. I'd imagine there would have been a fair bit of optimism around the club at that time. It didn't work out. You go back down, you come back up again. To take you back to that point, you know, were you obviously the clubs tried something a bit different this time in terms of a bit more continuity, less less spending. Um, do you feel that as a fan that that's that's an approach that's more likely to keep you in the Premier League? Or do you think you need some more signings? I think we definitely need a few more signings. I feel that we've got one of the best strikers in the mm. world at the moment with Mitro. Like he's a beast. He's a big unit who holds up the ball, who's quick on the ball, who has a shot quickly, who's on target, and he's 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 a threat in the air too. Like his headers are good, but at the moment he's getting no service from the midfield. We need to really look at our back four. We need two centre-backs, and we're missing what we used to have back in the – and I don't want to talk about the old days because they're gone, but <laughs> we're missing wing-backs who – that's the way Fulham have, have, have played, and especially when you've got someone like Mitro, he needs service, and it's not always going to come straight from the midfield. He needs to push up from your defence. And when we had Damien Duff, brilliant. Mm. Bertie, Bertinho, yeah. you know, they just yeah. would, would get it out and get up. I don't, I don't want to say John Pencil, but he did. And, <laughs> and, and but you need those, and we lost one of our best sort of uh, attacking defenders who went to Spurs when we got, you know, when we went back down. Uh, there was talk of of Seth coming back, but a lot of the people were sort of saying you can't rely on, you know, that's in the past, and we look at the future. But still, a pretty young player, and he mightn't have been proven in the Premier League, but I still think sometimes you've got to have a bit of trust in some of these younger guys. Talking of um, having trust in players, um, one player I really like, and last time he came up to the Premier League, I was really excited about seeing him in the Premier League, and it didn't quite happen, is Tom Kearney. Yep. And he's captain of the club, um, and Scott Parker's kept him in the team this year. He's like going, yep, you're in, you're the captain, you're playing. Do you think he can um, do it in the Premier League this time? Yeah, most touches in... The championship, mate, um, and passes completed too, I think. I'm not a big stats man, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty high mm. up there. And um, mm. he, he is a good player, but he, he doesn't have the right support around him at the moment, I don't think. Um, yeah. And I do think I do think he's still young enough to prove it. I I, I think our biggest worries at the moment are in, in, that, in that defensive sort of getting it out yeah. of it. Yeah. Well, there's been a bit of talk about that, obviously, because you've still got three of the same back four that took you down last yeah, Adoy time. Yeah, Adoy and Raymond. Yeah. Uh, and Joe Bryan as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ex-Bristol City legend. <laughs> I knew you were going to get that in there. <laughs> I'm not sure about Like he, he was obviously great in the playoffs, but um, I'm just not quite sure about him at, at Premier League level yet. But And... Um, you know, you mentioned there some some signings. I'm I'm interested to hear about your thoughts on Scott Parker, but we'll we'll come back to that. But perhaps yeah. initially the the owners. So they hadn't been at the the Carnes. Um, obviously hadn't been at the club 
too long when they when you got promoted the first time round and they spent all that money. Um, and you know, Tony Khan had come in with very little football experience um, and is in, was in control of transfers, which. I mean, from the outside, you sort of say, well, that, that's a bit of a risk. You know, it's not it's not necessarily just about having all that money. You know, you've got to have a, a plan. And it sort of, it, it kind of felt like Fulham's approach was a bit scattergun. Like they're trying um, to then, do the money, money ball thing or something. I don't know what they're trying to do. But. Yeah. But I mean, this time, you know, they've got a bit more experience there and they've been a bit more circumspect. But they've they've obviously come out this week and said, you know, you can read it as maybe they've sort of made some excuses in terms of COVID and that there haven't been signings. But what's the general, uh, you know, feel from the supporters about the owners? Do you think is it is it positive or um, you, you know, are you, do you have some concerns about where they're going with the club? I we're in the Premier League, and yeah. mm-hmm. so you know, I think it's really easy uh, as a supporter to throw sort of things to uh, like at the owners of the club and stuff. They spent a lot of money the other year when we got promoted and it was, it went all in the wrong way. It, have a look on the face, uh, sorry, on the Fulham website at the squad. Have a look at uh, Seri's photo. He looks so happy to be at Fulham. Like, so, <laughs> and, uh, we paid a lot of money for him just to not even, like he just, he, the photo's just gold. But the Khans. I've got a few different clubs that are doing that wrestling at the moment. It's taken a bit of it's going there. But as far as football, I do think they do have the best interests in the club. They're doing a massive redevelopment of the Riverside. Make it's going to be a real statement piece on on, on, the, on in London. Um, yeah. There's some, like I said before, there's something very special about the cottage. And I don't know if, if either of you two boys have ever been to an away match there, but um, yeah, the way supporters yeah. love going there. You know, there's no aggro. It, like the, the yeah. only Fulham fan gets upset is if the price of organic chickens goes up too much. You know, so. <laughs> well, it's, it's, I, I go there every time when they're in the Premier League. Every time I go back to the UK, I go watch a game at Fulham. Generally, because you know you can get a ticket and it doesn't cost. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, you don't have to take a second mortgage out to get a ticket, but also it feels like you get real fans there, and the atmosphere, as you said, is great because you're close to the ground. You can feel the history in the ground. It's in an amazing spot, like you said, on the, the wall, river. The wall, like, the just there. it's great. Yeah. You know, like the, the, you get that uh, the energy because everyone has to walk mm-hmm. there. You can't get straight out of a bus or a tube, and you're there. You have to do that walk. So you're walking with the way fans, or yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, and it is unique, but I think uh, we had Alfred. To be fair, when he first came to the club, he, he bought Fulham to turn it into a block of units. <laughs> Didn't forget that. And, they, and, and all these guys on, on, on the normal Fulham uh, Facebook page, they, they go on about how Alfred was this god. Yeah, he, he did keep us up in the Premier League. He, he let Macintosh and the guys get on with it, right? I think the Khans have, uh, are active in whatever, if it's the, the NFL team that they've got or whatever, they, they are active in their businesses and maybe a little bit too active, some people would say. <laughs> but but he does respond to fans. How many owners or sons of owners respond to fans on, excuse me for a sec, I'm just hanging that up. Yeah. The, um, anyway. how, many, how many sort of, People respond directly on Twitter or Facebook or whatever to their fans. So not yeah. a lot. I, I think they will get it right eventually. We might be yo-yoing at the moment, but fingers crossed for this year that they do what they need to do. But also looking at our club too. Look at the coaching staff. 
apart from um, Stuart Gray, they are so young. They are young, mm. young. Mm. And, yeah, with that comes like a little – sometimes when Sir Alex started at Man U, they didn't set the world on fire and sometimes you need to stick with – I think this throw it out, throw the baby out with the bathwater sort of thing or throw the teddy out of the cot it happens too frequently in English soccer. I think you need to yeah. sometimes build something and that takes a bit of hard work and that's ups and downs. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think because um, Scott Parker was in charge when you went down, but obviously didn't couldn't really do anything about it. It was too far gone by then. But to come back up in his first full season as a manager, yeah, it's pretty impressive. Frank Lampard couldn't do it and he gets the Chelsea job. And I think Scott Parker, I like him. I liked him as a player. He seems like an honest bloke and he seems like he's willing to learn and to get better at it. Um, do you like him as your manager of Fulham? Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, I liked him as a player. I liked him as a player when like, he played for a lot of London clubs. Um, mm. uh, but he, I think his speech at the end of the last season about how much he'd given up from his family, yeah. think, thanking them for what he had, what they have done, uh, was pretty. It's, I think it's important. He's got a bit of passion, and he might. He doesn't get it always right. I miss the Roy Hodgson style of footy. I really do. Mm. I, I love Roy. Um, yeah. That Europa run. Oh, was that was time. amazing. Mate, one night <laughs> on that river against, like we were, we were, what were we, 4-0 down on aggregate, right? They just scored a goal. Was that against Juventus? Yeah. And this fat guy down the hemi end stands up and he rips off his shirt and he goes, stand up if you still believe. And everyone's like, whatever, you, you know. And <laughs> and next thing, uh, who scored a goal? Was it Gira scored a goal? I mean, um Next, I think it was a gear. I got two goals in that game, but it, like this atmosphere just built, right? It was a Wednesday night or something, freezing cold. And then, um, <laughs> Clint Dempsey with that chip, it was just epic. Like, it was something special. I'm playing Wolfsburg and we played uh, Shakhtar. Like, there was such a great run, but we had so much possession. We had, yeah, big Bobby Z, uh, punching them in and. It just felt like there was a lot of people that could score then. But we came from nowhere, really, for that. We, I think we got in through Fair Play or something. Yeah, it was the old um, Fair Play Award thing, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, think, I think that's what some people are still living on. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's a, we're, that's a years ago. That's 10 years ago. Yeah, I was going to say with um, – because that – I mean, that was a great team and they were amazing. And But do you feel like Scott – has kind of built a style of play. Roy had his way of playing that everyone kind of knows about. Has Scott Parker got a way that he sets up the team? Has he got a particular style or is he still working that out? I think he's still working out. I think he's still trying to get the defensive. I think it's tough to come straight up with a championship team and keep that same mm. team and move into the Premier League and expect to win, win every match. Um, if we get a draw, like the first match against Arsenal... I thought if we get away 2 0, we'd be fine. Mm. That two pretty incredible goals. But then, yeah. you know, you look at Aston Villa last year, everyone's saying you're going to do a Fulham. Like, you know, they had the um, Scooby Doo where they pull the mask off the baddie and it's got Fulham <laughs> underneath it. And, 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 and that was a couple of memes going around. But then, you know, they uh, just rolled us last week. So, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I, I, we, we all watched the. Um the Fulham Arsenal game. And I, I actually thought Fulham were really good and, and the scoreline wasn't 
necessarily a, a fair reflection of the game. Like I thought you bossed the game up until um the the Arsenal goal essentially and then I think it's always hard when you're chasing the game a bit against the team that has got the quality like Arsenal and the thing that perhaps would have surprised a few people was that Mitrovic didn't start that game obviously I think because he wasn't fully fit but he came off the bench and I think um I agree with you in that I think he will cause most teams in the Premier League problems because he's just a big brute and if you get in the right delivery, I think he'll score goals. But I, I mean, do you think it is a bit Mitrovic or bust as well? If he has a great season, then no, you know you might stay up. But... I, 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 I think Mitro didn't have a great season when we got promoted. He didn't get service. But hmm. I, I don't think it is Mitro or bust. But I, I must say, there's something he had plenty of options to leave the club if he wanted to as well. And there's, you know, it's really easy for us as fans or whatever to sort of think what's it like in the club and this and that and have our really heavy opinions. But for a, for a someone who has got the caliber that Mitro does, who, who's he just said, "I'm happy, I love it," and I'm sure there's money, but he probably could have got more going elsewhere. I reckon he could have. So I think we do need another striker. I don't think like I think AK is okay. I think Bobby um, to get over eat like. He's a real quality young player, hey, but there's not enough up there. If, if Mitro gets injured, I think we'll be in a world of hurt. But AK's been mm. playing pretty good. He, he's a threat. Yeah. He's, he's got a big boot on him from distance, hey. But um, I think... Definitely a signed, character. Yeah. Uh, well, he, he got sent away for being a naughty boy for a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he got sent to Turkey for a little while. So, But then he come back and he has cuddles and they're all happy again. But um, I don't know. We signed two new keepers, I think, this year. The... um. The Spanish dude, and then, and then um, uh, what's his name? Fonze or Fon? Like he yeah. just, yeah. I, I think, um, and I don't know. I, they started with that, so our keepers are okay. But I, I think we really need some defence, and I don't know about midfield with Mario's come in. John um, John Seri, who knows what's happening with him? Apparently, is he going to get sold? But he's, he's is he at the club at the moment? Because he's and not well, playing at the moment, is he? No, he's, he's not. But he was he was in Portugal somewhere, I think, and they wanted to buy. Oh, I thought that was going to be a, that was a rumoured trade, apparently. But yeah, yeah. which I think is poor because I I sort of feel like you know most of, a lot of the players that that went down with Fulham are still at Fulham in one way or another, and I think you know I think one thing about keeping the squad together and coming back up you would hope is that there's players that want to prove themselves you know yeah it didn't work first time but we've kept the club together and this time you know we we get another shot at it and so I think when you see I mean I think some of it's inevitable with the way Premier League's run these days but when I see stuff like that I you know it it disappoints me as a football fan because you sort of it's such a mercenary attitude um, and I don't think it does players any favours when, when they do do it. You know, we saw well, a lot of the son, Stoke my players. Son, my son cried when uh, when uh, Ryan went to Spurs. It, like, yeah. it, it was, you know, a little white kid from the sunny coast who's, you know, his idols are a black boy from London who's come up through the club ranks, you know. It's sort of something special. And and he's, he's such a talented player. I just feel that. I don't know. We, I don't know. I, I crack a nada whenever we lose really talented players. I think the first Musa um, Dembele, I think, was the best oh. midfielder on ball. Yeah. The skills was he was amazing. so good. 
Yeah. Uh, and then Moose of the second. And um, <laughs> who would have thought you'd get two Moose of them bellies, eh? Like, how does that work? <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> and they're both good. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, but I think holding on to our youth is really important. The Fulham have got a really, really, really strong uh, youth development team that come through. And um, sometimes you lose some, like, like yeah, Paddy, who's, I think he's working out, playing up at Celtic or somewhere. Like, But it just, but. I think the lure and the dream of playing for a bigger club is a big thing for these players. But I think, like, I think that I'm talking from the heart here, but I think if Ryan stayed at the club, there would have been a statue of him out the front one day, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Because Ryan Sessing on the going to Spurs, it, it kind of made sense in a way, but then I was like, he's not going to play. And right yeah. now, if he had gone down with you guys, he would have played with you all through last season and you probably would have got automatic promotion. It would have been a bit easier. And now he'd be coming into the Premier League as the main man and that yeah. bit older and played an extra 50 games. Right now, yeah. he's at Spurs, not playing football, not getting a game, kind of maybe going out on loan. And just as an England fan, selfishly, you feel like you're watching a player that's got all the talent in the world fade away into nothing. It's yeah. really frustrating. <laughs> well, and they just signed two left-sided players at Spurs, obviously Bale and uh, Rahulion. Mm. So he's not, I don't think he's getting a game anytime soon. I, I, I agree with you, John. I think it's it's a bit of a, a travesty, to be honest. Steve, what is, um, back. what does a successful season look like for, for Fulham this year? Um I asked my young fella that just just before he went to bed, actually, <laughs> and he said, "As long as we stay out, he's only he's only he's only eight. I think uh, any Fulham fan, realistically, that's all we would like to stay up and just build because uh, things don't come with money. We've tried that approach. You got to so if we can stay up, that'd be brilliant. But we need to be winning a few more games, especially against the teams that we're going to be battling out with. Mm. Yeah. Um, if you do go down again, is it the end of the world or is the club set up in a kind of sustainable fashion that you can, well, you, you don't want to become a yo-yo club, but if you went down, would do you think the owners would stick around and they wouldn't get rid of Scott Parker and they'd kind of go, no, we're in this for the long haul. We can go down and we can come back again and we can keep building. Because I, I guess I asked that because I wonder whether you came back up a year too early. And almost winning the playoffs was great, but maybe for a five-term, five-year goal coming up next year may have been better for you. Yeah, I, I think uh, Tony Khan put something on Twitter that we're one of the Fulham fans gave him a spray, and he said when we were twentieth in the championship, people were praying that it would be a year club, and yeah. <laughs> I think that's kind of true in a way, but I think. I don't think there's any right time to – like, you want to be in the Premier League oh, – I'm sorry, not, um, the Premiership because it's it's just – it's it's there's the money mm. and the, the, the parachute payments are massive because the teams that do come down usually do okay in the Championship. The Championship is probably the toughest, toughest oh. uh, league in, in the world, I think, because the amount of matches yeah. – and it's rough and it's it's rough. Yeah, there's some big blokes in there will just kick you. Yeah, kind of. It's like yeah, playing down at Hackney or somewhere, you know. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, well, we're coming towards the end now, Steve. So I just wanted to, before we go on to our final three questions, 
Um, I just want to, um, if you've got the website for where people, if they want to get in contact about the Fulham um, Australian Supporters Group, is the face, do they just search Australian Fulham Australia Supporters Fulham. Group? Yeah, just type in uh, Australian Fulham and you'll come across there and just apply um, to join up and meet like, like-minded people. Like I said, it's pretty easy going. Um, love to have more people on board. There's a lot of little Fulham fans out there. And yeah, yeah, and especially now, like, you know, with the meetups and stuff, there were people down at Crown and all the rest of it back in the day, and obviously not recently. But um <laughs> they, they were getting together for those matches. Soon. Yeah, it's, I just um it's funny you you saying that though, and um I, I almost felt a bit of nostalgia when you're talking about that because I, I mean we've I've spent a, a little bit of time in London. Um and uh, uh you know, we've got a lot of friends that have spent time there, I've got Aussie friends that have spent time in London uh, and there are so many Aussies in Fulham, so I yeah. can just like I can't I can I can completely picture the you know how this how this all came about and the you know being there and the staying. I mean, we've kind of done the same thing here, and for me, it's AFL. In that yeah. I you know yeah. moved to Melbourne, it's such a big part of the city. You know, the sport is is part of the fabric of the town, and so you can't if you love sport, you can't help but not you know get involved in it. And yeah. I think. That that's exactly what you're saying about Fulham and and the you know the Australians that have moved over there, and you know I, I think it's great that you can then bring that back over to to this side of the world and carry on. Uh, I was just, we've got a mate, we've got a mate Nathan who's got the Oktoberfest pub in Fulham there, and um you know we'd all start gathering there with uh, Glenn and John Boy and all the boys, and we'd sort of have a few beers and then wander down. We'd go from the Crab Tree the other end and you know walk along the river. It's like it's something special. But for any of the footy fans listening from any of the clubs in London, if you ever are in London or if you're an Aussie and you're over there, it's definitely worth going to an away match. Or it doesn't matter who's playing because it's yeah. something a bit unique about it, which you don't have in modern yeah. footy. You go, like, I remember going up to Arsenal. Oh, you're so far away. You know, the library. Yeah, and it's sterile. Yeah. 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 I, um, I was just going to say, I, I was in London a few years back now. And uh, with a mate who's Australian over there. And I was like, oh, I'll take you to your first football game. So I took him to Craven Cottage, um, took him to Fulham against Everton. And he's a big AFL man. And was just like, oh, football's rubbish. It's always a bit boring. And I was like, no, it's brilliant. It's great. It was nil-nil and one of the worst games I've ever <laughs> seen. I was just like, ah. <laughs> come on. As a, as a Manchester fan, a few years ago, I was in Greece on holidays and I gave my ticket to um, my wife's cousin. He's a mad Man U fan. And we won, Fulham won 3-0. It was so good. And we, we, we went up <laughs> for the away match and we're up there anyway. They scored and we started cheering 3-1 to the – sorry, on, on, on uh, aggregate. And then we, they scored again and we we're like, 3-2 on aggregate. <laughs> And then, and then they scored again, and the whole the whole of the stadium was saying back to us three all on aggregate. It was so good. Anyway, so good. Um, yeah. Right, Steve. This is your final three questions. So these are just kind of quick fire one word answers. What will Fulham's final league position be this season? <sighs> Let's go sixteenth. Sixteenth. Nice. And if uh, you had to pick one player from the Fulham squad that you think everyone should keep an eye on this season, who would that be? Mitro. Yep. And an international one, so nothing to do with Fulham. 
Who do you reckon will win the Euros next season? Oh, it, the Euros next season. Wow. Yeah. You know, there, there's, oh, they're not that great at the moment, but I reckon it's it's about time for old, uh, I think the quality of players, like you look at every every club in Europe, they've got at least one Belgian in the team, hey, and I think they've still got that ability. I don't think they're as strong as they used to be. I think they're underperforming. That's my little club in Europe, though, I think that might win the Euros. Yep, nice. The miss, Good one. The miss just shouted out Croatia just from the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Awesome. Right. Steve, thanks so much for your time tonight. Um, and everyone at home, thanks for listening. Um, as always, if you want to get in contact, ask us questions, just head to footballshed.com or search Football Shed on Facebook, or you can email us at footballshedpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll be back soon with another said Shed special. Still can't say it. Thanks, guys. See ya. See ya. Bye, everyone.